You're not vibing with Mr. and Mrs. H. Zimmer. Hey, y'all. It's QB. Back at it with another episode. How y'all been doing out there, man? We've been all right chilling. Everything is everything. Everything going pretty good. Yeah. So I got a question. Um, why do women feel like they need uh, closure? What What do you mean? Like, give an example of what you mean. Why do they feel like they need closure? <clears throat> like... From a relationship standpoint, like why do they, why do women feel like they need closure from their ex? Like not every woman, but why do some women feel like they need closure from their ex? Well, if they just got ghosted or something like that, or if they with somebody or they ex broke up with them, but they didn't give an explanation as to why, like nothing happened and they felt like everything was going all good. And then he just came and was like, look, that's not working out. I don't. That's not working. I don't want to be with you no more. Then yeah, they at least want to know like something had to happen. Like was it something I did, or if it truly wasn't nothing on me? Like what is it that's going on with you? Like what happened to make that change? And as far as closure, as far as like some cheating type stuff. I was the type of person that needed closure, but my closure was I just wanted to make sure that the person was actually cheating before I left. And the reason why I wanted to make sure that they was cheating before I left is I wanted to make sure I wasn't going to go back. If I didn't know 100% that that person was doing what I thought they was doing, then it would have been a chance that they could have won me back over and we would have been in this vicious cycle. Mm-hmm. Nah. You don't think as a man, if everything was going good and a woman just stopped talking to you or just came and was like, look, this ain't working out no more. You telling me men don't want to know why it's always just like, okay, cool. On to the next one. Me personally, it depends. Like I would, I would want to know like, damn, what what did I do? But it wouldn't be to the point like I like talking from my personal experiences, it wouldn't like I would like I said I'd be to the point where I'm like, damn, what the fuck did I do? What did I do? But it wouldn't be to the point like some women have done with me to the point where you know they done stalked me for months, <laughs> went months and be like, nigga, I just need closure. I'm like for what? It's been months at this point. So I mean, you know. Well, I mean, you have a different effect on people. And then and then another thing, like, um, if I was actually in a relationship, okay, cool. But if if like and I'm speaking from personal experiences when I say this too, like if I was in an actual relationship with a girl and she knew that we was in an actual relationship and I had met her mama and she met my mama and shit, okay, cool. Like indeed that you might need a little closure. But Speaking as far as like a broader that was just fucking, why the fuck do you need closure? You ain't well, met I mean, my, you don't. You ain't met my people. You don't need closure if you just if you just fucking. Like I I wasn't saying that I would need closure on something like that. Yeah, I done no, I done had cut buddies and you don't need no closure with that because y'all are just cut buddies. You just fulfilling a need for each other so it's no no type of relationship there's no explanation needed like you don't even answer to each other you're not in a committed relationship so there is no needed for closure when you're cut buddies i agree that there's need for closure in a relationship 
But no, there is no need for closure if you just messing around. Cl- closure from what? True. That's true. So, yeah, I, uh, I I guess I agree with you on that. Like, if you just messing around and then all of a sudden the person just go ghost. I mean, I'm not saying you probably wouldn't wonder like, dang, what happened to old girl or what happened to old boy? But other than that, it should just be a thought and you go on about your business because it's not like y'all was about to be in this long lasting relationship or nothing like that. Anyway, you're just exactly. messing around. You don't owe each other anything so yeah i don't think you need any closure from that um so what do you think about uh shared social media accounts like people that are in relationships together or even some husband and wife what do you think about them having shared facebook and instagram and what what do you think about that i feel like if if they ain't doing it for a reason about like how me and you have Mr. and Mrs. H, if they not doing it for like some type of promotional reasons or something like that, no, I just feel like that would be crazy because somebody that got caught cheating. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I that's the only way that if you see a husband and a, and a wife or a boyfriend and a girlfriend have a joint social media account and it's they just two regular motherfuckers like this nigga. He working got that Home Depot and she a nurse at at, 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 a, at, a, at a nurse home. She a CNA at a nurse home, but they got a, a joint account. One of them got caught cheating, and you know, because why the fuck would y'all need a joint social media account? Y'all know y'all can't trust each other. Cause I mean, that's what it all really boiled down to is trust. Like yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I, well. I feel like either somebody done got cheating, either done got caught cheating, or somebody is trying to hold themselves accountable. And I'm going to tell you what I mean by that. Um, you know, I, I listened to Tim Ross, and, you know, I'm one of the basement dwellers, and he was talking about having accountability. Like, if you decide you're going to stop doing something, like, uh, I'll just throw an example out there. Maybe somebody they say they about to stop drinking or whatever. They they don't want to drink no more. Mm-hmm. Um, but they know right now. Like maybe they said they they're just deciding and they weak at the moment. You don't need to go surround yourself. You don't need to go to a bar if, if, yeah. if you're trying to stop drinking and you saying you're gonna stop that because your flesh is gonna be stronger. You're not gonna be able to resist that temptation time after time after time again, especially when you just um start and you wanna stop it. So he was basically stating you need an accountability partner or you need something to do to keep you from doing that. Okay, I have an urge and I'm thinking about drinking. Well, I'm not gonna go to the bar. Let me go walk instead, or let me go exercise, or let me go watch a comedy. You know, find something else to do instead to prevent yourself from doing that. Or I can even bring it even more realistic to what we're talking about. Um, he even talked about watching porn. All right, that was a problem for his marriage. You're looking at me crazy, but everybody yeah, had dude, different things. You saying that shit like, like what, that was a problem? Who's got a problem watching porn? That was a problem in his marriage. So in order to hold himself accountable and keep himself from watching porn, he won't he won't leave himself alone at home for too long. Like <laughs> you laughing, but this is dead serious. You don't laugh at nobody's testimony, babe. Um 
But I'm so I, I feel like with I'm the sheriff. I'm sorry for laughing at a grown ass man that can't be left at home alone because he might go he jack his He can be left at home alone, but he don't want to go back into that addiction. So that's that why he do that, hold himself accountable. So I feel like my dick. with the shared social media accounts, that could be somebody don't trust themselves, whether it be the husband or the wife. Somebody feel like, no, nah, it's too many old high school flings, too many women I done hit and they thought they was going to be my old ladies, but they not. So now they upset because now I have an old lady and I'm doing things that I wasn't doing. So, you know, it could That's be cap. that they trying to keep themselves from going down a That's cap. path. Women is not throwing their puss out here like that. That's cap. It may be it may be capped for you, but that may be somebody's case. They may feel like because I done had somebody if a nigga tell me. Is married, no, listen, this is this is some true stuff that I'm saying. I have had somebody tell me before that they did not want their significant others to have a Facebook. And the reason why was because they said that their significant other used to be out there and they know as soon as they got on Facebook, all of these females, well, so they thought. All of these females would be in his inbox and trying to see how he doing and hey and long time no see and this that and the third and she didn't want to deal with it. Yeah, but that same bra was cheating on that nigga too. It doesn't matter. What I'm Definitely. saying is nah, that it's insecurities. It's like you said, it's a trust thing. She was insecure because he was she was cheating on his ass. She thought. Damn, if he get on goddamn such beauty, he gonna cheat on me just like I cheating on him. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like you said earlier, it all comes down to a trust thing with the shared social media yeah. account. So we yeah, can yeah. both say that we don't agree with it, right? Yeah, we can both say we don't agree with that. Yeah, that's what cap. That's <laughs> all this bullshit. Like, in the end of the day, either you gonna trust me enough to to, to go ahead and go, because basically, let's just be honest. Social media is just the same as as the nigga going to the mall by himself. Except the mall is in his phone. And the reason why I said it is because if y'all old enough to remember like before social media, you used to have to go to the mall or places like that to actually meet this, your significant other or potential significant other. So um, instead of, like I said, getting on social media, you go to the mall and walk around and you might see a nice young lady that you like and be like, hey, how you doing? Uh, my name is Sydney Sledge. I thought she was beautiful. Can I get your phone up? See, hey, uh, we, we are just old enough to remember that time, but me and you didn't meet at the mall. We actually met on Facebook. On Facebook. Yeah, okay. So, you know, but um, yeah, them joint social media accounts, that shit is bullshit. <laughs> Unless, of course, it's a business that they, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, you said, like it's said, a legit reason. Of course, you got, like, some type of business that you promote, like, uh, vibing with Mr. and Mrs. H. But let me let me say this, though. Let me ask how you feel about this. We don't agree with the shared social media accounts, but what about people asking for each other's passwords? You giving up your Facebook or your Instagram or your whatever TikTok, Snapchat password? Or you think that's a violation of privacy? I, I would. I mean, but shit, I don't remember those passwords. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit, man. I don't remember no passwords. I was, look, you can just get the, my unlocked password. Unlock my phone. Shit, all of this shit is unlocked anyway. So I'm not going to remember my 
ass word in my Facebook shit. I got this shit through Google. <laughs> I do enough get a new phone. I say, you want to log in with Google? Yes. Yes, I do. Because I do not remember this shit. And if it were for the fact that I could send a text message to my damn phone to verify who Google is, I don't remember. I don't even remember. I remember none of my passwords. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know none of mine either. Cause they, I keep getting messages saying that my password has been in a leak and I need to use a different one, but I'm too lazy to change it. And I know that sounds bad, but yeah. You're like like I, I changed my banking anyway. password, but the rest of them shit. So like, if they leak, what they gonna do? Log in to pay a bill? No, don't say it. Like shit, you gonna <laughs> pay a bill for me? Thank you, motherfucker. <laughs> you are so appreciative. Um, so that brings me to I was watching. Well, let me keep it a buck. The first time I heard this was on Why Did I Get Married? Tyler Perry's Why Did I Get Married? The first one, not the second one. Um. You heard them talk about the 80-20 rule. Have you heard of the 80-20 rule? Yeah, I heard it. What's your uh, interpretation of that? The 80-20 rule is uh, the 80 might be, first and foremost, you ain't going to never get 100%. First and foremost, mm. no matter what. You'll never get 100% of what all you want in anybody. But as long as they got the 80%, that twenty percent come around every blue moon. You like, all right, cool. That twenty, or they can work towards that twenty percent. You know what I'm saying? That eighty percent end up becoming ninety or ninety-five, maybe even ninety-nine. You know, but is that goddamn twenty? Like you might, you might have, you might got this eighty percent at home, and you fuck around and see the other twenty percent that you want so goddamn bad, and you see that because that's what you want. You seen the other bullshit, eighty percent that's behind it, twenty. So you know. That my interpretation of the eight twenty. Like the eighty is the you'll never get a full hundred percent of what you want. As long as you got that eighty percent of what you want. Shit, the other twenty ain't gonna be that bad. Cause the other twenty gonna teach you discipline anyway. You mean like the lack of the twenty percent? Yeah. So I yeah I I that's the first time I heard that was with on Tyler Perry but I also heard Pastor T D Jakes, um he referred to it on a clip that I seen the other day, but um I I agree you know on the movie with Tyler Perry them that was basically saying anytime you cheat well if you cheat nine times out of ten the woman or the man that you're cheating with is only 20% of the woman that you got at home. And like you said, that goes to that woman that you got at home and that you decided to marry for a reason or you decided to be with for 10, 15 years if you're not married. Um, that person is 80% of what you want because like you said, babe, you're not going to get 100%. You're going to have this big long list or whatever you're looking at. Mm -hmm. Nobody is going to check off all of the boxes. Like... Mm -hmm. With somebody, it's always going to be room for improvement. Like, for example, in the movie, it was Jill Scott and Mike, or Sheila and Mike. I'll say that because I don't know Mike's real name. But um, she was every, she was everything. She cooked, it's she cleaned. Slim. She That's adult slim. Well, whatever. Um, Sheila cooked and she cleaned and she went to work. You know, she was a helpmate. She was a praying wife. She just wanted to make her <laughs> husband happy. But she was big. 
Like, that, that was it. But everything else, she was good. But the 20% she was missing was that she was big. So Mike messing around with, I ain't even going to call her her friend because that's not a friend, but was messing around with this skank, skank, this floozy, whatever you want to call her. That is and you country, but you ain't country to say skate. I thought you well, said anyway. skate. Skate. Um, skate. You know, he messing with her because he thinking she look good and she ain't fat and all of that. But if you if everybody done seen the movie and you seen near the end of the movie, he was talking about she was running up his credit cards and she don't know what cooking mean, but she knew mm-hmm. what shopping mean. And like... So all she really had was a pretty face and a nice body. So you left your 80% at home and went with that 20%. But then when you seen Sheila again, when everybody met up for Janet Jackson to get her award or whatever, you were sick because you seen your 80% was now 100% because she had lost weight and she was looking good, which you didn't have time to do and pour into her. Another man did. He wanted to take a long walk around the park after dog. Right. So... That basically explained the full thing that they saying, you know, you done left your 80 for 20. And T.D. Jakes was saying that, too. Like, you'll you'll leave what you have at home. You'll leave your wife for this 20 percent because at that moment, because you can't get that 20 percent or you feel like you don't have it at home, you're going to prioritize that more than the 80. Yeah, that ain't worth it. Yeah, so it all it basically goes back to that watering your own grass. Like the grass ain't always green on the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, so just work with that eighty, and like you said, the eighty can eventually turn to eighty five, ninety, ninety five. At some seasons of your relationship, it may even be a hundred. Mm-hmm. Then it may drop back down to ninety, but just keep in mind that the lowest it's gonna drop to is eighty percent. That's the basic. And I prefer 80 over 20. I prefer 80% of the pot and 20% any day. Yeah, I got some homeboy that said that 80% shot down to damn 40. <laughs> nah, it ain't going to drop no lower than 80% because if it wasn't 80%, you wouldn't have wanted to marry that person. You wouldn't have been with that person for that Yeah, but I'm talking about my homeboy. That motherfucker said when that 80 dropped low, when it dropped below the 80 and dropped down about 40, they said that wasn't that made them be like, you know what, I think I'm about to go ahead and I'm ready to sign them papers. On some usher shit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but I'm not an advocate for that. I'm an advocate for love and trying to work through shit. Have you ever had an experience where you was with a good girl in your past life? Not your wife, obviously, because I'm here. But <laughs> have you been with somebody that was a good person or a good girl and then you cheated on her and... Later on, you found out, like, dang, I ain't even have to do her like that because this raggedy person I'm with now is really 20% of what she was. Let me think. Yeah. Yeah. It was one bra that uh, that I was fucking with, and I was like, damn, but I shouldn't even did shot her like that because the bra that they ended up fucking with, she went fuck, she went well for a goddamn. Something about she went and shit. Like it wasn't like I, it wasn't like I cheated on her with her and like that. But you know, it was almost like some karma type shit. Like you know, one brought out with like shit, man. 
I'm talking about some shit. I was damn up on some pimp shit with her. Like, man, I used to goddamn call her and be like, shit. Man, I'm finna goddamn go out of town with my boy. I need goddamn 400 from you. She be like, oh, okay, well, I'm about to undo. I got two girls how to do. I got uh, I gotta go do my aunt fingernails. Then I got oh, the one that pay how she weigh. Nah, she didn't pay how. Nah, this girl right here. I'm gonna tell y'all. When I had met her, she she wasn't even big for formal. Like this girl, she was like maybe five one. She probably weighed maybe one thirty five, one forty max. Well, this ain't you ain't never told me about this one. This the one that I told you. She told me straight up off top. Uh, yeah, I bought my last boyfriend a Xbox and I thought that was the one that paid like she weighed. She wasn't big. You can see no, don't bro. Don't tell me I said bro. Well, you done had shit. two that's done bought you stuff like that, then. But continue, yeah. right? Because we ain't gonna get them too much time. Continue with your story. Yeah, see, but this one, shit. I used. I'm to being get, nice, y'all. Yeah, cause see, with this <laughs> one, she was like, man, she was just. I used to get her for money, but like I said, she told me in the beginning, like, yeah, I bought my boy, my like, yo, my ex boyfriend, I bought him a PlayStation and an Xbox and a Wii. I'm like, oh, so you a buy a nigga. You pay for a nigga, huh? I bet. I told her straight up with shit. You ain't got to buy me shit. Just give me the money. I'll buy what I want to buy. She, oh, that's fine, too. Oh, word? We finna see how big, how deep your ATM machine is. And like I said, I used to hit that motherfucker just on bullshit. Like, man, yeah, I'm finna go out of town. My boy, I need like 400. She be like, oh, I got to do two girls. How I got to. Do this girl fingernails. I'm gonna do my anti toenails for them. I should make about $700 a day. I'm gonna go and bring the money to you. Now, I ain't gonna say where she from, but she from the area. You know what I'm saying? She from the A64. She from the, the upstate of South Carolina, my little our region. So she used to, um, she used to, I call her maybe about like 10, 11 o'clock in the morning and let her know what's up. And she, yeah, about, about at six o'clock, she be pulling up in the driveway, giving me the money. I remember that particular time she had brought me the money. So uh, about an hour later, another broad pull up. I ain't going out of town, humble. I'm really finna go out of town with a broad. We ain't even really finna go out of town like that. We really just like we leaving from Lawrence and going up to Greenfield to get a room, a cheap room at that. I'm really finna pocket most of the money. Like I said, on some real live slum slumball pimp type shit. But um So uh my mama she done seen what going on the whole time. My mom like, Zuma, you know you green in hell. You done had a girl come down here, bring you that money, cause I ain't never let a girl come in the house like this. So, you know, I get my mama looking out the window and see the girl handing me the money and then, you know. I'm getting in the car and she see the other girl pulling up an hour later. She see I got a bad pat. Like, I'm finna go out of town and shit. So my mama, she just like, Zumba, you know you green in hell. You done got that hat. That girl come out here, give you that money. Now you finna go spend it on the other girl. <laughs> so, it you know. terrible, y'all. Terrible. Terrible. Well, I got some game to give my nephew. No, you don't. Well, I got some game to give y'all niggas. Tell y'all niggas I do this shit, man. But and then um, when you have a daughter, somebody done been untold, somebody done been untold her boyfriends how to do this stuff, and then you're gonna be explaining and sitting there I'm, I'm mad because your daughter got a broken heart. Even if you teach her the game, you're not gonna prevent a broken heart. I, I, Karma. 
if I teach y'all how to break the hearts. Oh, Lord. If I teach y'all how to break the hearts, her hearts won't be broken. You're not going to teach her how to break the hearts because you ain't even going to want her to be messing with nobody. I'm not, baby. I mean, this is going to be inevitable. I'm going to tell a little bit. I know you're going to end up goddamn fucking a nigga. I just hope that you got that grown before you start sucking a dick. But listen, pimp these niggas. Get that goddamn money. I hope you got a nigga name in your phone for strictly food. I hope you got a nigga name in your phone for gas. I hope you got a nigga name in your phone for weed. I hope you got a nigga name in your phone. If she smoke weed or liquor, whatever you got them, whatever you choose. I hope you got a nigga name in your phone to help cover that shit because you ain't gonna be, you ain't calling and asking me where to get the money from. Mm-hmm. So. Oh well. But um. So the last thing we're going to end it with tonight is basically talking about this is our humble, open and transparent moment. Um, We're going to talk about when to step away during an argument, um, along with the dangers of not speaking. Um, And for the ladies that we think it's a punishment, but it really don't be a punishment to dudes. That's why I don't even bother to do it no more, along with other reasons that we're going to get into, too. But the silent treatment, not talking to him. Men really don't care about that because a lot of times they be wanting us to shut up because women, we speak more words than men do. You can even look that up like it's it's. Psychology is something they done study. A whole lot more than men. Do. Um, a whole lot. I'm talking about like so much more, man. I remember one time um, I was at the crib, man. My mom was just talking, she was just talking, 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 talking. And I remember she was like, no, I probably talk a whole lot, don't I? Me and my pop looked at each other and shook our head. We knew damn well not to say this shit out loud because we knew we were going to get our ass cussed the hell out. Mm-hmm. Somebody like how we gonna do you? Anyway, <laughs> so when do you think it's um when do you think it's time or appropriate to step away? Like as far as if you and your partner is discussing something or something that happened, when is your cue to step away? Like how do you know when it's appropriate? Or in your opinion, I'm not gonna say when it's appropriate because this is not a one size fits all. We just give our advice. When but you, when is your cue to step away? My cue when I want to say, motherfucker, I be just calm down. Nah, real shit for real though. Um my cue to step away is when I feel when I get ready and I can tell nothing to raise my voice. I just be like just let it go, man. Just, just, just say okay. Like one thing that I don't realize, I know this shit might not be healthy, but one thing that I don't realize in marriage, my niggas, if you listening, just say okay. You said that before, and I don't like that you tell people that because that's not that is sweeping things under the rug for another day, and it's just gonna keep coming up. So that doesn't really. No, they can't hear you when that when we. No, it's not, this. fellas. That's not this. That's the safest way to go. Listen to me. Well, I don't agree with that. Just, it's like um, it's like taking a knee. It's like you're know saying intentional foul. You know, it's like uh, <laughs> it's like like uh, throwing four four foul uh four balls. You know. 
So you don't think a better solution instead of saying like all seriousness, because we do want to help people, babe. Instead of saying, okay, you don't think a better response would be, um, okay, I'm hearing what you're saying, or even repeating a, a little snippet of what your partner said so they know, hey, I am listening. I heard what you said, but right now we're not getting anywhere. Let's just stick a pin in it until a few hours or until that tomorrow. That, that, that could work. It, it 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 would. It's something that you could try instead of just saying okay and assuming that you fully get it and you still not on the same page. Yeah. When you can just wait and talk about it at a later time when you have a more clear head and y'all calm down or did whatever you need to do and you can fully get everything out. Yeah, I actually think that'll work. I ain't never tried it, so but. You try you you haven't tried it intentionally, but we did it, and you just don't realize that we did that already. That's possible. That's true. Like for example, if we're being humble, open, and transparent, the other day, that's exactly what we did. Yeah, it was some things that was said, and basically, it didn't come out the right way. Which everybody that's been in a relationship done had something like that happen before. And you get upset, whatever. All right, we need to go our separate ways for a little bit. You know, take a few hours, do whatever it is that you need to do. Not go cheat for no toxic people. Like, just nah, go do something to get your mind off of it. Rather that be go walk in, go be around friends or family. You know, just, just go get away and get your mind right. And even if you do decide to talk about it which i don't recommend taking your problems to a bunch of random people like understand we all especially women women feel like we got to talk to people and there's nothing wrong with talking to somebody but don't let it be multiple people especially in your marriage like yeah pick one or two people that you trust and let that be it and don't overwhelm them your first go-to should be god and I keep it a book. Anybody that know me know this. And my husband will tell you he done seen it firsthand. He don't see it all the time. But if we arguing and I don't decide to leave and I stay at the house, he done seen firsthand who I go talk to. And I don't be caring if he hear me. I, I don't be wanting him to hear me. But it is what it is. Hey, God, I need to holler at you real quick. Like, And I don't even need to holler at you to place blame on him. I need to holler at you so you can get me right, you know, and get my mind right. Um, but even with people outside of God, like what I have found, and I think we done said this before, um, when I said before I got married, I thought it was kind of cruel or I didn't like it when I would hear people say, um, you can't hang out with, uh, single people or you're not able to go talk to single people about your marriage and I need to go in and talk to them because they can't, um, give you no advice and, at first, I didn't like that. I was like, how can you say that? Because just because that person is single right now, that don't mean they've never been in a relationship before. Um, or that don't mean they've never been married before. Some people just single because they divorced. You good? Um, some people just single because, you know, they don't been divorced or whatever. But I, I totally get it now. And I guess I didn't fully get the full picture until, like we told y'all, we completely, we human, and we keep it above with y'all. We got into it the other day, and it was something that we needed to step away from. We needed some time away from each other, and 
I went and I was speaking with, they're really my cousins, but you know, when somebody in your family is of certain age, you want to give them more respect, but, um, they can be like an aunt and uncle figure, but they really my cousins. But, um, anyway, I went and I talked with them and was chilling with them for a few hours and it helped. So married people or engaged people, people that's in a long-term relationship, whatever, it's good and it's very relieving to know that you and your man or you and your woman are not the only person going through what you're going through at that time, no matter how big or how small it is, everybody going through it, somebody or they've been through it. So when I was getting ready to leave my cousin's house um, the other day, I had said to her, I said, you know, I'm really glad God led me over here because my mind, and I know it was God because in my mind, I was going to go to my homegirl house. I was going to hit my homegirl up. And, you know, no shade to my homegirl, but it's like I was telling my cousin who's been married for 26 years and they're still married and they still kicking and they still going. And they remind me so much of me and Zimmer. Like they've said it. I've said it when I talked to Zimmer. He done confirmed it, too. They are literally like the older versions of me and him, like literally. Mm -hmm. I'm just like my cousin Mary and Zimma is just like my our cousin Chris. You know, it's it's scary actually. Like I was telling them, I'm literally looking at me and my husband when we are 51 and and 48 years old. Like, and it's a beautiful thing, you know, because I admire them. But back to what I was saying about the single and the married, I told Mary I was glad that I came over there because. My friend can't give me the wisdom that I got from her the other day. They they can't tell me how to navigate or give me certain tips or advice on things to try when me and my husband are not getting along, no matter what the topic is. Somebody that's 26 years in and they're still doing it and they're successful and they're, you know, they're godly. They believe in Jesus Christ just like I do. So they follow in the same thing, both of us in our word. They can give me that godly advice. Right now, I don't have any friends that can do that. So, and it's like she told me, she said, and that can be very dangerous. You can't go to somebody that can't give you what you need. They, they can't help you in that aspect. You you the first one that did it. Um, so that that changed my outlook the other day. And it let me know, like, hey, when people say that, they're not dissing single women or they're not dissing a single man. It just goes back to what we said a while ago. You can't tell me how to have a successful marriage if yours ended in divorce. Mm -hmm. You can't tell me how to navigate through this issue that I'm facing or this season that I'm facing in my marriage if you're not married and you've never been through that season. Um, but my recommendation, again, or my advice to all of the married people, engaged, whatever. First of all, keep God in the center. You know, go talk to him because he he not gonna stare you wrong. He gonna give you the perfect advice. Um, but also have your soldiers. Have have your you know your one or two people around and make sure it's people that know more than you, that's wiser than you. Because yeah. you don't want to be the smartest person in the room or the smartest couple in the room. When when you decide to get married, it's a different type of warfare. So you need some people that's done been through it and, and that have God in theirs and that's still in it to go to. Yeah. That's it. I agree with you. You're looking like you're ready to go. No, I ain't ready to go. 
Oh, bad egg. What do you mean your body aching? You ain't been doing nothing. Nah, my damn. Hey, man, you know when the damn sun go down, I'll be telling you my ankle start aching. You ain't told me that. I had told you that my ankle be hurting. No, you didn't. Well, I'm sorry. I meant to tell you that my ankle. That's probably one of the ailments that I've just been dealing with that come with age. <laughs> you just hit See, your that's head. why we don't need to be on camera because you, y'all, he over here making these faces like he just in so much pain. The sun go down, shit, my body start aching. All them years of riding four wheelers and dirt bikes and jumping off hills on them and and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and playing football and basketball all out there in the yard and getting talking and shit with no pads on. Yeah, I was old crazy country boy. That what you married. Sure. Now you got to deal with these ailments. Last thing before we wrap it up for the night. Um, what do you feel like the dangers are of not speaking? When you already mad and you're in an argument, what what what's the dangers of a silent treatment? You feel like that makes yeah. things better or you feel like that makes things worse? From a man's perspective, it makes things better because he ain't got to hear that bullshit that y'all be yapping. Yeah, 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 yeah. Be sound like nigga be like you sound like I damn what my man name was on the uh, on Power Rangers that robot motherfucker. Ay 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 ay. I don't mean while you're in the midst of it. I mean after the argument unsettled and all of that, and you still not talking. That man still. And it's from a misunderstanding. You don't think that's dangerous? Nah, nah. In all seriousness, yes, that is dangerous because um, when they said the idle mind is the devil's playground. Yeah. And then, you know, if you already ain't talking to your significant other, they gonna be like, well, who the fuck he talking to? Or who the fuck she talking to? If she ain't talking to me like she been talking to me, or, you know, it's the same thing for a woman, you know, so. Or, or yeah, that. And also, like we said, to take it back to our example, when we got into it, it was a complete misunderstanding, like, as far as how something was delivered. It was a misunderstanding. And if we just let that go or continue to not talk or swept it under the rug and just came back and just started talking about other stuff, you never would have knew I I didn't mean what I said in the way that it was said or the way that it came across. Let me not say that because I meant what I said, but it came across the wrong way. You hurt my feelings, y'all. And I was going to say that, too. You know, of course, I never want to hurt your feelings, but feeling but I'm a goddamn thug man I'm talking about I done did some goddamn I can't say what I done did man but I'm a damn I ain't gonna say I'm a thug neither but just know she hurt my feelings she hurt my feelings and y'all that that really bothered me but it's like I said you know but if we never if if we never came back and actually discussed that I never would have known that I hurt his feelings he never would have known that hey yeah, I know how that came out, but I, that's not how I meant it at the end of the day. And my goal is never to hurt Zimba's feelings at all, even in the heat of an argument, even when we're mad. We're not on that type of time. That nigga told me to get out. That nigga told me to get out. That nigga said, maybe you should just leave and get out. Said nigga, what? Now I wasn't even gonna go into detail and tell them all of that. that nigga, but man, since he done right, that nigga hurt my feeling. Like, how the fuck <laughs> you gonna put me out my own shit? <laughs> I'm not on that shit too. You 
talking to one of these niggas who ain't got no shit around here in their name. I ain't even put on no fighting or ugly. I just said, you know what? I'm going to get the hell out because if the police get called, police going to say, well, sir, why didn't you leave? <laughs> so I just, and then we got too many guns in here and I just didn't feel. Yeah, I wasn't trying to put my husband out like that. It again. What about I, nigga? It, I had just woke up and got out the shooter probably about less than an hour before that. So I mean, <laughs> what could I have really done? Y'all, okay, it was my fault. We're not gonna go all the way in detail yeah, about it, but I felt like he didn't want to be around me. He looked like he, in my opinion, now he did explain that he just woke up. He had just turned the TV on. I hadn't gave him a chance to do anything. In my opinion, he was looking <laughs> miserable and like he didn't want to be around me. And you know how women get in our feelings. So I told him I what I was wanting, what I felt like I said, which he told me, no, babe, that is not what you said to me. That's why I asked you. Because when I did, when I said get out, he did say, huh? But my thing was, why don't you go ahead and get out the house so you're not just sitting around this house doing nothing? That is not what you said. You said, maybe you should just get out. <laughs> I, I did. And that I is said, how huh? I said it because I you felt really bad. Again. Maybe you should just leave and get out. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> well, fuck it. I ain't all good nothing, my nigga. I just, I just got up, grabbed me a t-shirt, ironed it, motherfucker. I threw me on some little Nike shorts and Throw me on some air masses and got the hell on through. <laughs> Y'all, I was wrong, you know, and, and I did let him know that. And all jokes aside, you know, sometimes we got to do that. I know people like to joke and be like, oh, your wife said she was in the wrong or I can't believe it. But, you know, you have to do that. You got to take accountability. You want men to take accountability. You got to take, take accountability for when you're acting crazy or like people say all the time, you can't expect your spouse to read your mind. They don't know what's going on. Yeah, they know that you're living and you have your triggers and you got stress and stuff that you're going through just like they do. But they don't know. They don't know when stuff is overwhelming for you. If if you're not opening up your mouth and saying that, and you know, we're not perfect people. That's something you be working on all the time, because like a lot of other women out here, I have the my defense mechanism is. I go back into my independent woman bag. And what I mean by that is I'll forget. And sometimes God have to knock me over my head and remind me, hey, you do have a husband. Like <laughs> when my independent woman bag is, for example, I decided or stated that I was going to replace the um, uh, kitchen faucet. Now, and I had told her, I said, Hey, these motherfuckers said they'll do $50. I'm not finna pay these folks no $50 fucking dollars to do some shit that they should have already done. That was and another we, miscommunication. Said, because, and we, and we, because, wait a minute, when she said <laughs> this shit, I said to myself, <laughs> Now, she's saying she ain't gonna pay these folks $50, but she finna go out here and she gonna spend at least $75. On the faucet, did she? Y'all, I, I know the type of shit she like. And I Bang. said, I know she gonna spend at least seventy five dollars <laughs> on some shit she like. She probably gonna have to spend a hundred and seventy five dollars to get the shit that she really want, if not more. And then she gonna come back and be like, 
you know, I ain't gonna get no damn faucet because the faucet that I really want, that motherfucker three hundred damn dollars, and the, I'm and, not and gonna no, get well, let me get done. When I said I wasn't gonna pay the fifty dollars for them to install it, y'all have to understand. My husband don't always be clear when he's telling me stuff. When he said it was gonna be fifty dollars for the and for them to install it, I didn't I didn't think they were saying they had a faucet to replace it with. I thought they were saying, hey, you can go buy the faucet and we're gonna charge you fifty dollars to install that faucet that you buy. That's why I was saying I'm not gonna pay no damn fifty dollars for them to install it and I gotta buy it. I didn't find out they was actually gonna have an actual faucet with the fifty dollar installation until after we had already went back and forth and took our break and we were communicating after we had calmed down. So that goes back to me saying that silent treatment is not good because it's a lot of things that'll be unresolved. Yeah, cause I had told her already before this little break or whatever. Hey. They got them in the damn maintenance room in the maintenance garage. I went down there and I seen the man pointing at them on the wall. I'm not paying them motherfuckers no $50. Yeah, well, anyway. I'm going to let you be on your GI Like I was saying. Get your fish shit all you want. That's my defense mechanism because you're making me miss my point of the message I'm trying to send to the ladies out here. Um. I go on my independent bag like, oh, I'll do this myself. I don't know. I don't need you to do this for me. I'll do it on my own. I don't need you to help me. Yada, 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 all of that. And and that's what I was on, you know. But the reason why I say God slapped me across the head or the forehead and let me know, hey, that, that ain't how I made you to be. And that ain't even how you supposed to be acting. Because every single time I go into my independent bag, something comes up where I have to go ask Zimmer something. I have to like, for example, with me doing the, um, well, I didn't get finished with it. I ended up just turning the water and everything back on. But when I was about to take the, um, faucet apart so I could replace it, I was able to get some stuff unscrewed and all of that. But then I got to a point where I had to go in and ask him to help me. Um, so that happens often. So try not to do that either. Just, just, it's easier said than done, but don't do the silent treatment. Try your best to not get in this for the wives out there. We have husbands for a reason. We're a helpmate, but they're here for help too. So try your best to not get mad and then forget that you got a husband or act like you don't have a husband and you just want to do everything on your own because you're pissed off at him or you feel like that's getting to him. Um because it's probably not because they don't have to do much work. But then again, you have some men that are sensitive and that probably do get to them. But that's just causing that that's causing issues. Because at the end of the day, your man want to. I hope I'm not echoing in your mic. But anyway, um, your man want to feel like he's needed. Like that that's what they want, no matter if they admit it or not. Zimmer yeah. wants to feel needed. If I never came to him for nothing, it would be a problem, no matter if he admits it or not. That's true. Every man want to feel needed. So, that's it, y'all. If you got any questions, feedback, comments, just want to kick it with us. Or if you want to come vibe with Mr. and Mrs. H, we can set that up too. Just send us a um, direct message on Instagram. Our links and everything is in the About Us section. If that's on Apple Podcasts, it's on the show's 
the actual show's page. Hey, don't be no fucking weirdos trying to come over here, man. Look, hey, listen, let me tell y'all something. Y'all feet better not be stinking, because we don't allow folks to come in our house with their shoes on. So. Oh, well, I mean, any special guest that we have in the house is going to be a family or friends or somebody we know for real. If you are... um. A, a follower, a fan, or you know, it could be um, a great couple or somebody that just want to become friends with us. And notice, I said us. <laughs> no, no separate. You, you get both of us. Um, but we could set something up in an alternate location. Like you won't be coming Fuck to the house. Find out. <laughs> Fuck around, to find out. You, you, where we live at. We live in South Carolina. <laughs> it's real easy to get guns down here legally. But, all right, y'all. I want to thank y'all for vibing with Mr. and Mrs. H. Yeah.